This episode of Simply King is supported by Cupcakes by Rita. If you're in the Atlanta area tuning in, check out Cupcakes by Rita. Everything is made from scratch, including the frosting, and always made full of love. She has everything from vanilla, key lime, red velvet, to chocolate. You can even pick your own flavor, and she'll bring it to life. Follow the business at Cupcakes by Rita with two A's. That's Cupcakes by Rita with two A's. Um, tell her you tune into my show. Use the code Simply King, and you get a buy one get one free offer. Includes six order of six to twelve. Excludes an order of twenty four or more. Support my sis. Let's start the show. Welcome, welcome to the Simply King podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry, King himself, and it's an interesting day. Uh, this is another another solo episode, but a short one, so you know it's going to be a good one, filled with information and things you need to hear. Oh, uh, I'm almost getting a tagline. Yeah, you've just tuned into Simply King, the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans, and I really want to reiterate why i chose that for all the people who are either just now listening or have been listening a little reiteration repetition has never hurt anyone and that is i believe i want to reiterate this point because it's a very trust me a very uh conscious and you know forward thinking and progressive and i'm always doing things for my people the black the black community but i want to normalize this sense of uh being human because I feel that for a large majority of time that we've been in this country, we haven't been seen as such. And still to this day, we still get semblance of people who still believe in those notions. And those can't exist at all. Not even just a little bit. They shouldn't. We shouldn't coexist with these types of ideals. And I believe that for any other individual, too, who has this, who faces these types of oppression. Hmm. Rodney, you really are um, segueing into your points for today. Thank you. Um, the title of this is Adversity Fuels Passion. And you can only imagine what this entails and what I will speak on, what I will highlight within this brief episode. See it as a briefing in a, you know, within the year that is just coming to a close. And I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to kind of keep you know this kind of like annual situation going on and be so predictable but i wanted to be the most most you know natural and authentic as i could be when it comes to the things i present and the things i talk about um so one interesting thing that i find is that before this article that i'm about to quote even came out is that i had this notion i had this thought that within almost every time immense oppression and turmoil for people of color and there's also been beautiful great artistry that has came out of this time and i think that's a very interesting kind of thing in times of i guess i guess uh symbolized peace really hasn't you know really hasn't seen much but we've always had you know only those few years where there's been that way but Literally, within each moment within our history, within American history, within especially most recently, anytime there's a strong, strong lot of oppression, dial stop. 
on the whole community and the whole society, there's great art that comes out of that from a mincing, a mincing from every which of a way, from every type of artistry. And I love that about us. I love that about black people. I love that about people who are, who find a way to, you know, see this bad time, but find the inspiration within that because that right there is what inspires so many different people. And I think that is what we've always have done. The fact that people could still sing, the fact that people could still, you know, find some positivity, make up songs. And these songs eventually became their true, you know, not only became their whether way of escapism, but literally became a method of communicating the escape. And that is what's so beautiful is because I feel like that, even though that was a reality, the symbolic, the symbolism of that today is that the music, the movies, the television, all these different things that we see when we see the representation that we've been waiting on for so long or the representation we've been going without of never seen starting to, you know, really come through, come into our, our, our kind of circle of influence. And we really need that in the time of today. We don't need, you know, this type of oppression, this type of turmoil and this type of, you know, hate being shown left and right and still be missing that piece of us that we need to see that escapism, that pat that those people who are being passionate, even in times where it's not really all that well, it's extremely uplifting. So that uh, article that I mentioned is actually by Sean King. I'm not sure if everyone's fans of him. He's very, uh, very controversial uh, figure on Twitter. Um, but he worked. He writes for the the New York Daily News, and his article is titled "In These Troubled Times, We Are Experiencing a Beautiful Renaissance of Black Art and Culture." He prefaced this by speaking on the Grammy nomination, saying that it's a uh, essentially extremely historical that the top artists from a nomination standpoint are all black every single one of them not just top black artists but literally the top artists and the top five are you know the usual suspects but some uh new faces that everyone's glad to see a new face that everyone's glad to see beyonce received nine nominations drake received eight rihanna received eight kanye received eight and chance the rapper received seven nominations in his debut album the coloring book and i think uh it's really really interesting how we find these semblances and like i spoke about you know those points in history and i feel that i'm glad that sean actually you know highlighted some of those things and i'll read a few for you just you know really bring it on home the fierce writings of Ida B. Wells broke through in the 1890s during the worst period of lynching this country has ever known. The poetry of Langston Hughes took us through the Great Depression and reflected the pain of the era. The literary brilliance and cultural expertise of James Baldwin emerged out of Jim Crow and in the shadows of the successive deaths of Dr. King and Robert Kennedy in 1968 and out of the depths of her own pain Maya Angelou wrote and released her autobiography, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, in 1969. It was in the same time seeing so much death, including the Vietnam War, that Marvin Gaye recorded What's Going On, and the inner city blues, the classic, Make Me Wanna Holler. 
In the words of Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. The brilliant Richard comedy of Richard Pryor emerged out of the Black Panther movement of the 70s. And I end all these quotes by saying, he writes, In the midst of pain and sometimes unspeakable ugliness, our people always find a way. Always find a way to respond with deeply rich artistic beauty. Be it through written words, music, art, film, or comedy. And I think it's, you know, it's interesting how in those realms, it's kind of undeniable. If you want actual quality, I think that, you know, I think they they learned, you know, almost, you know, 100 years ago that you have to, over 100 years ago, that you have to include us in this artistry if you want to truly keep any type of substance around. Or it's going to be very bland. You're going to get a lot of different, you know, perspectives within the same, um, I guess, uh, the same paradigm. You're going to get the country whites. You're going to get the, you know, well-off whites, the establishments, the this, the that, the this, the that. Bringing in black art and that becoming a art form in itself that seemed as if it was unappreciated, but actually was. It's interesting how now years and years and hundreds of years you know centuries and decades later we are still occupying these spaces of you know the most celebrated celebrities and the most talented celebrities the most everything and it's interesting how we can operate in these spaces and now operating in the spaces of one of the highest places within government it's interesting how you know the world that we are in now we're coming towards a very interesting part because I feel like, yeah, you know, we have all these great things going on to us. And I think that that's uh, something that we should take away from all of this is that we literally, even in these times, we can come out on top, always come out on top and trust someone's going to be pissed about that. But that's fine. That's cool, because all we got to do is keep striving and the ones who make it bring up, make sure they bring up the ones who are after them and so on and so forth. Help the communities that their own specific communities they came from because trust is gonna do a big impact on just creating and inspiring and also creating a chain that needs to be created and continued and stay linked within. Always reach back, always get give back. And not only give back, but give time. Because seeing your face is one of the biggest inspirations. I've known so many people who, who've, you know, grown up and told me stories about why they went to certain colleges, why they went to certain places, why they got into certain things. And it was influenced heavily on the inspirations of those people who've already made those successes and actually came back and gave them a little time. Actually listened to what they had to say about what you want to be when you grow up. And those are the types of things that we need more of. And the types of things that we need to have more consistently and also once we find out that there that a young individual wants to do something that's in line with something that you did in life and actually are still doing and trying to get more out of help that person out it may not have to be you specifically because you may not have the time but connect them with a, a program an individual an opportunity because all in all, if no one gave you that opportunity, would you be where you are? But um, 
really moving into 2017 it's really uh gonna be interesting um around around i feel like around this time uh last year i kind of took a little hiatus i'm, I'm not sure if it was uh right after uh, new year's took a little hiatus for a second and um i see why i kind of want to treat you know treat these like seasons and give myself a little break not too long um really to just revitalize catch up with a, a few people that i really want to get on the show because i hate i really am really big on kind of the sequencing of my episodes i want certain things to come after the next and after the next and after the next and after the next and just uh kind of reformatting is um one thing i definitely want to do and um contacted several individuals who i've kind of been like scoping out and kind of doing a little bit of research on it kind of find, trying to find an angle on how i could actually incorporate what they do and what they stand for on this platform that i've tried them trying to create I've created for myself and um, and keep those collaborations going. Um, I plan to try to collaborate more with um, several different podcasts around within the Midwestern area, especially locally. I really want to gain a larger uh, Chicago based uh, listenership. Um, I actually met with Dan of the second wind collective the founder of the second wind collective and it's looking really really dope looking really really cool the site is looking really nice and um definitely more to come he's really trying to get it you know just perfect he's a perfectionist i'm not mad at that and um and i don't shame that so um i definitely have mentioned it on several podcasts about you know look out for that so you can see and check out a few other individuals who are part of the second wind collective a lot of really really cool things going on and check out dan's podcast uh talking wild with dan very very interesting um me and him spoke on you know definitely collabing with each other because i think people who know me know my favorite animal is a lion so i definitely would like to you know place that you know place that role on myself and speak to dan as a lion um if that sounds odd to you i advise you to check out talking wild with dan and then it all makes sense but moving forward i definitely um probably gonna take a little hiatus just for uh probably like throughout the um holidays because it's real hard to try to schedule when it comes to scheduling getting people you know in and they're probably traveling i might be traveling it's a whole lot of you know whatever whatever and um and people just off work i feel like you know it's cool you know probably in, in the future if i do do anything that's you know circling around the holidays or something i just want to put out for the holidays I possibly just record before the fact but um and within this year it was an interesting year as we all know it was a trying year as we all you know have felt so we def i definitely want to you know go into the new year fresh and um positive because that is the mantra of 2017 and that is to stay remain positive. If you wasn't positive in 2016, you better get you better go to the store and get you a whole bag of it cuz you're going to need a lot of it going into 2017 and the furthering year in the preceding years. But I know I've already spoken on, you know, uh kind of like uh just uh, you know, started speaking on just how hell of a year this was, but I want everyone to take from this that you know even though we've seen you know so many different types of you know deaths from celebrities 
the preceding death, you know, the ongoing deaths of African Americans, unarmed African Americans within the streets, and people, and just other people of color, all people of color who are just being killed and murdered and executed by police officers um, within various states. It's something that is persistently an issue, it's, and it needs to forever be spoken about, addressed, and worked on consistently. I advise everyone to get involved in the ways that you feel that you can get involved to actually do these things and literally support, 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 support those individuals you believe who are making traction. Either those individuals being police officers themselves, you know, I, I do. Um, I think it's what's uh, I think it's Officer Norman on uh, Instagram, uh, white white guy. He looks kind of like he might not just be white, though, but he's a police officer out of um, northern um, Little Rock, Arkansas. And he is extremely inspired, garnered a large, large following for his uh, his community policing and his methods of community policing, actually understanding and knowing and getting to know and being extremely, extremely familiar with the people that he actually, you know, has to serve and protect and he's actually serving and protecting them and having fun with them you know it's it's a very odd and almost you know unique and touching sight to see a group of black children rush to a police car you know to just say hey you know they may some you know because he's definitely have you know giving a lot of kids gifts and doing all this and that and honestly i don't mind that i'd rather it be you know actual genuine you know kind of uh olive branch giving than actually like i'm trying to just you know you know essentially con you to just believe me but i'm still coming to your community and try to control you and shoot you and kill you i feel like his actions are showing approved this man's married to, to some black woman got a black stepson you know what i'm saying so i think the fact that he's a part of the community so deeply personally and professionally is what makes things so so differently you have to be that deep in if you're gonna if you're gonna be the person who has to serve protect a whole community get a part of it follow him on the gram and it's gonna light just really make you feel good and make you for all the people who because i don't fully fully trust police trust me i believe in that guy and whoever else is doing work like him but the whole the whole blue bullshit y'all all got still got work to do I think he is just trying to set an example and be the change he wants to see within the force that he works for and the whole brand of, you know, just state to state policing and area to area, you know, just policing within communities. Um, you know, we uh, we are up for an interesting thing when it comes to, you know, this whole Trump uh, life that we about to live. If you haven't checked out my uh, pr a previous episode I made called the Trump Challenge, I definitely advise all of you to check that out. Try to, you know, I'm still, I'm on my uplifting, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm done with the whole, you know, trying to be mad, being sad, people, people you know, white folks crying and, and everything. I'm tired, I'm tired of taking that. And also, I, I, I tell all of, you know, I'm going to tell all of my white counterparts, you know, Take some take some notes out of our you know out of our you know what I'm saying playbooks because we've been dealing with you know not enjoying and not liking and not you know professional to enjoy 
individuals who are now at the head, at the helm of a nation. You know what I'm saying? That we still haven't gotten shit from. So it's kind of like it's just, we're used to it. We don't like it. We're not numb to it. We still understand the effects of it. But this shit ain't new to us. This shit is very new to you. The fact, this feeling that you're feeling that you are losing, that you didn't get something that you want, is a feeling that people have felt for decades. Understand that. Understand that. And I, I feel the, you know, kind of like a little slight camaraderie that, you know, is trying to come about with the, uh, you know, been in Ubers and things like that. And, you know, guys driving, talking about, well, you know, I can't stand that Trump and this, that, and third. And I'm like, I feel that. I feel that. But understand, though, please get me when I say this is that, yes, I don't like them. You don't like them. It's going to be real fucked up. But understand the position that you that's still at play. Just because Trump won doesn't now make us completely equal. We're now we're just equal in opinion. It's not make us equal in within the reactions and treatment that can transpire with anything that he implements. It doesn't make us equal within, you know, the viewpoint and the paradigm of the current United States. That those things still are things. You know, segueing into my next point is I, I love how I, I, I in my notes, I said the ongoing issue, the um, elephant sitting on the lap, on your lap in the room. And that elephant is racism. And I feel like we if this has told you anything and I've said I said this before, this has told you anything. People, you know, you know, white people. And anyone who subscribes themselves to be white in any moment in time, I say that because I know a lot of individuals who, you know, within their own circles, they separate themselves. And I've noticed this. White people separate themselves within their own circles. They'll say, I'm Jewish and I'm Italian. I'm this and I'm that. But they go out in public all together. And if somebody be like, OK, so what is your what are you? someone randomly asks you, what's your ethnicity? They be like, I mean, we're, we're just white. We're, you know, white people or whatever. Oh, we if you got a box check, you'll check that white because it kind of subscribes and there's something a place created for you when there's a little bit more complexity when it comes to that. You've accepted that generalization, so now you accepted the privilege that comes with that generalization. That is what I'm saying. Now that you know, and there's a shadow there's no shadow of a doubt that you understand that racism is a real true thing within the world that we live in now. Now, not then, not slavery, not Ku Klux Klans, not the era of, you know, mass lynchings, not none of that. If you don't understand that racism has been around, never went anywhere and has, if anything, grown and intensified, you are now living within the world of delusion. You're living in limbo. Trust me. It is a very, very sad world that you're living in, a very sad perception on life in America if you continue to see the world in this way and you may feel some type of way you may want to you may feel some type of outrage and you honestly may have felt some type of way if someone who was black tried to check you on that outrage that you feel they try to be like hey you can calm down because you're still white at least you you know white within this time and you may feel upset about that and that and you feel like your white rage or your opinion about a matter that is that should be you know 
you know, felt in that, reacted in that way is invalid or made invalid, you have to understand. You have to understand is that you're coming from a position. You're just upset and mad and all that, but you're coming from a position of privilege. And don't get mad at us. <laughs> don't get mad at the individuals who are checking you because the thing about it is they're checking you because you don't understand who you really should be upset at. And you really haven't pointed the fingers at the right people. You're mad at this, this ideal, these entities. Directly, direct your energy because this, this feeling that you're feeling was a created thing that was meant to affect you in this way as well. It just extremely, it took extremely long to, for you finally to feel the effects of this thing. You got a few woke white folks who've known it for years, decades, married them some black folks, and now they really understand the oppression that really has always been around. But for everyone who is not in that, in those kind of not in those circumstances, I want you to now see the world for what it really is. Now I won't call you woke, but you're now opening your eyes and trying, you know, wiping the sleep out your eyes now. And I continue to keep searching, keep actually researching, and also put yourself in these spaces because we're around a lot of races, you know, white people all the time as people of color. We choose, we, you know, kind of pick and choose our battles on when we should, you know, check them, say something, do whatever, whatever, depending on, you know, degree of, of, you know, I guess depending on the degree of when it feels necessary. If someone's coming with some convoluted things and the same rhetoric that you always hear on the news that's dumb as hell and, you know, has no facts behind it and literally just opinion and just bigot as hell. We may not choose to even argue with that. But if there's literally someone, you know, constructing and forming a point on statistician, you know, on statistician stats on, you know, black on black crime and this, that and the third, because it's justifying a point in the belief that they have. That's where you could possibly, you know, go and go in. You're around individuals that, you know, are racist. You've came. It came across your mind. And the fact that it came across your mind is a terrible terrible thing because you didn't check them you don't feel that way it's something that is not right it's disturbing as well as it's really fucked up and now you now you're trying to figure out how the hell can i stay friends with an individual that i know now is racist he voted for trump he believes in a lot of things he he said he did this and then third this person might even be your damn father what do you do he checked them and you keep checking them. You shame them for that shit. And you consistently tell them why. Show them why. And expose them to why your preferences, opinions, and viewpoint and perspective on life is the way it is. If they literally don't like Muslims, if your father doesn't like Muslim people, maybe you should introduce them to your friend who is a Muslim. The person who was your actual roommate that he never met when you went to, you know, whatever PWI or whatever, you know, large big state school you went to. Introduce him to your Asian, you know, co-worker. Introduce him to your, you know, one black friend, you know, so on and so on and so forth. If you truly introduce him to your, you know, your one of your gay best friends that he never knew was gay because he was the captain of the football team. He always thought he was so such a good boy introduce him to these individuals so he understands that there's no getting away from it 
your your prejudice has no no good footing has no true foundation and is fabricated from other people's ideals that you've kind of bought into tell them this consistently show them tell them this face racism face put racism and actual just get face to face with it simply put just get face to face with racism and put these people who are quote unquote racist put them in those positions to see if you really are that way do you really do you really hate black people that much how about we go to this how about we do this will you act your ass will you spew out this rhetoric in a in a field of just powerful blackness at a hbcu homecoming or something go to a rally and try to fight and rile up some people will you do that without your guns without any you know paraphernalia anything to bolster your confidence and compensate this notion of just bigotry that you forever lived and stood on would you do it then i highly doubt it but that's the life that we gotta live and i i speak so heavily on them because i've spoken to them I, i've spoken to my people speaking so heavily to white people because i really want y'all to take this in and for if most of my listeners are black share this with your white counterparts if they don't know if they ask the questions on you know this and the third trust me i'm trying to come from the side of you know i feel like we all can come out of this in a great great manner but we do need that and this is helping yourself it's not even i'm not even asking you to do it because of your you know your white your black colleagues and your you know the people of color that you find dear to your heart i'm telling you to if you really only come from a place of self, do it for yourself because you're going to end up really on the worst end of history. If you could have changed the position that you disagree with and you didn't even do anything about it. So I'm saying. But um, as I spoke on, it's going to be uh, I'm definitely as I spoke on just a second ago. It's going to be a break. It's going to be a break for this new year, you know, and um. I really want to, you know, kind of just bring it, bring it on in and, and essentially just, uh, refine my, refine my quality, refine my, the level of, uh, guests that I have, uh, just getting some, you know, some real key players in to talk about some really, really deep things. I want to talk about, you know, some really, really gut-wrenching issues and also, um, updates on just kind of like where i am when it comes to just pushing my brand because you know like everyone who gets a start you really uh i feel like i was you know stretched with time you know this year and I, last year when i first started this i literally you know i had so much time on my hands and you know getting into getting to uh to work here and kind of trying to become acclimated to this you know chicago lifestyle i feel like time got away from me as well as your schedules scheduling with other individuals it was pretty pretty damn difficult but trust me trust me i plan on next year um having a definitive date that come that the podcast comes out every week as well as bringing you an episode every week um probably except you know on special specialty days either being holidays or super bowl or something random that i feel like you know it makes sense because I, I know you're not listening, so I'd rather you, you know, pay attention to what you need to pay attention to 
and um, be with your family or do whatever you was planning on doing. And um, and me not wasting my time to put something out to, you know, that I know you won't check out when I want you to check it out. Um, and I just, you know, I really, I really, really appreciate all the people who've been involved this year. I really, really thank everyone who's given me their time. If you haven't checked out, if this is your first time listening, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for coming in on this episode because I hope it was inspiring. No, you probably wasn't expecting just to hear my voice for 30 minutes, but you got it. I hope it soothed your mind and brought you up a little bit if you was feeling down because you got it. Everything, Everyone who's listening understand that you, you already acquire everything that you need to succeed. So continue, continue, continue to strive for your success. And I'm going to definitely continue to do the same to really provide great content, connect with great individuals, you know, hear their stories, you know, and always challenge the status quo, always criticize, you know, society, as well as pushing out millennials who are doing beautiful, great things, you know, beautifully great things. If you don't know, now you know. Um, You can listen to Simply King on everything, almost everywhere podcasts are available from iTunes to, well, the Apple Podcast app, um, TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher Podcast app, SoundCloud, Google Play. I'm also in the podcast and color directory, which you can find that on Twitter. And um, yeah, like check me out on every single thing. Um, really would love a, a review for anyone who's listening to this episode. If you give me a review, I pl- definitely plan on shouting you out. Um, I want to give a big thanks to my previous guest, uh, my most previous guest, um, Bianca and Joseph. You guys were beautiful. You guys were great. They came by around Thanksgiving and recorded, you know, the love, age and happiness episode. And I definitely suggest everyone to check those out. You know, I post I pose the question, you know, how is, you know, is age a big factor when it comes to dating for you? on facebook my facebook page um definitely follow that as well the simply king podcast facebook page got a lot of great responses you know it was it was definitely a you know something that i expected which it was a you know a person to person uh preference but it was interesting to hear you know the reasons why that was certain individuals preferences um and it really all boils down to vibe boils down to you know maturity and just mindset and mentality and just you know and just energy and spirit that really draws you to individuals and um it's interesting how you know just the dynamics at play and i love love their relationship i love their love love the way they show and display their love and i really appreciate their time so check that out check out any previous episode on everything you can check out everything else i'm plan to do in the near future on lifeisking.com i plan it's cooking it's in the works it's in the lab plan to possibly bring you something um visually with uh within cahoots with one of my great and always partners in crime juanza harris um bringing them out bringing them out anyone who's you know who went to cau know some of the things that we put together knows the types of you know things that we like to put out when it comes to you know a visual perspective and um it's going to be a common i would say in a commentary sense we're going to be talking about something that we feel like needs to be talked about and um putting that out you know putting that out for the people because we feel like our chemistry is you know is second to none so check us out 
listen, listen, keep listening, review, rate, comment, and share to all the people that you love. And I love y'all. This is Simply King.